Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. Pull up a chair while I take a deeper dive into the concerns for the team's present and future. Questions are always welcomed, whether on Twitter, Tim815, on the Anchor Contest Line, or on my Facebook, Pre-Arb Excellence Group. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode. Training camp is open. And ask me questions if I was confusing. Yes, despite all the things that you've heard, all the horror stories you've been told, Training camp has started. Spring training has started in Mesa. Spring training has started at the Cubs compound in Sloan. They've even had a game there. They've even had a game there. California played against, uh, who was it, Um, Gonzaga? And Gonzaga came back late and won, I think, I think, I think, uh, 9-8, something like that. Uh, somebody for California had two home runs. Now, the cool thing about a game in Sloan Park, a college game in Sloan Park, the Chicago Cubs get to interview any or all of the players they want. The Chicago Cubs get to have all of the data, the Rep Soto or the Hawkeye or the Edgertronic numbers, all that kind of stuff. So all the players that were playing in that game, the Cubs have all the information on how strong was that throw from the shortstop to the first baseman. That right fielder to the third baseman, how strong was that throw? That home run that that guy hit to right center, how well did he hit it? What was the exit velocity? What was the... all that kind of stuff. When there is a game in a um, major league spring training compound, the team has access to that other teams do not necessarily. Um, so yeah, that's that's of use. Uh, I'm glad to see the Cubs got at least one game in like that. But the more important news is practice has begun with probably pretty much all of the players by now. Um, the hitters are all out there. Christian Hernandez is out there. James Triantos and Reggie Preciado and... Owen Casey and all they're all out there they're they're all out there swinging and doing things like they're hitters because that's what they are pitchers are out pitching and what I think is important what I think is important maybe some people argue with me on this I think it's kind of important the major league coaches are taking a look so when DJ Herz is out pitching David Ross might as well Go over and take a look. Ah, hmm, what's this guy? Ooh, okay, that's kind Because right now, David Ross has nothing else to be doing. You know, he's out at the compound. He's out at Sloan Park. He's out at the facility. They have no game scheduled. The 40-man roster guys, they're not there. They're not there. The guys who were signed as non-roster invitees, they may or may not be there. I don't know how that's working out. But um, as far as... What's going on? Who's actually playing? Who's actually doing things? All the minor leaguers, yeah, they're doing things. And the coaches, both the minor league coaches and the major league coaches, are taking note of, hey, what the heck is going on out here? Oh, this guy's kind of good. This guy, I'm kind of impressed by this guy. Oh, this guy could probably use a little bit of work on it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, That's huge. That's huge because for so many players, um especially ones that fall under the cracks. Um, 
managers, coaches don't get a feel for them immediately. I'll use an example. Uh, ben Leeper. I will use the example of Ben Leeper. Last season, Ben Leeper started at double A, and it didn't take too long for the Cubs to realize he did not belong at double. No, he started at. Yeah, he started at double A. He started at double A, and it took not very long for the Cubs to realize he doesn't belong at double A ball. So Ben Leeper had started in double A ball. He had been in minor league camp in practice in spring training. So David Ross had had no reason to see Ben Leeper pitch. No reason to. There was no reason. You know, I guess he probably could have if he punched up the right keys on his computer. Hey, let me look at some Ben Leeper video. He probably could have done that. But there's no reason for him to watch any Ben Leeper video or talk to him or have any sort of you know, actual communication. There's no reason to. Not, not that, you know, might not have been a good idea or whatever, but you only have 24 hours in a day. And... Last spring training, <coughs> David Ross was more concerned with the players that were actually in Major League camp, which did not include Ben Leeper. So Ben Leeper was off doing things in minor league spring training. Then he got assigned to Tennessee. He was there for a while. Then he got called up to Iowa, and he was there for a while. Then he kind of pretty much got shut down late in the season. So David Ross had no real reason to see Ben Leeper pitch last year even at all. Understandable, not a problem. Now this year, Ben Leeper has done well at AAA, and he is representing the type of player that David Ross might at some point either want to have called up to the major leagues, or he might be the type of player that will get called up to the major leagues, whether David Ross is specifically asking for him or not, because what ends up usually happening is much to the chagrin of some people, when it's decided, okay, we need to call up a relief pitcher now. Pronto, stat, by the first pitch tomorrow. Usually the first question that's asked, okay, so it, it, a lot of times this will be like, due to an injury, or due to somebody got used last night and we don't have enough arms to pitch, Tonight, so this guy here has to get sent back to AAA because he's because he's luggage. That's basically how it works. So, you know, whichever player it ends up being, he's going back down to AAA because he's luggage and we can send him back down and there's no specific punishment. So this guy gets sent back down to AAA or possibly even gets designated for assignment. But uh, Ben Leeper gets called up. Why does Ben Leeper get called up? Because he's the guy that is the most ready to take over right now. It's not um, he has the longest index finger on the team. No. It's not he has the biggest shoes on the team. No. It's not he wears his cap in the most proper fashion. No, that's not it. It's because he's the relief pitcher that's most ready to be called up. You call up a guy because... Of all the realistic candidates, he's the most likely to get called up. So Ben Leeper, who had it not been for spring training being like it is right now, David Ross would not be even remotely familiar with Ben Leeper. But in the next two or three weeks, David Ross probably going to get somewhat familiar with Ben Leeper. Now, regardless when the lockout is solved, regardless when the major league players show up, regardless 
whether Ben Leeper actually gets a look in a Major League Spring training game this spring training or not. Ben Leeper's already getting looks. Caleb Killian's already getting looks. Guys who are going to be with the I-Cubs in AAA, they're already going to be getting looks. They're going to be getting looks because that is the logical thing to do, whether hitters or pitchers, get them out to Mesa, get them at least starting to get ready for their season. And since they're out there pitching, and since David Ross has no place else to go, he might as well, I'm going to go look at some pitchers. I'm going to watch a little batting practice. I'm going to see which catchers are doing a good job of digging the ball out of the dirt or whatever. Because a lot of the players, a lot of the players are there now. The players that aren't there now might be there in a day or three days or a week, depending upon when they can get to Mesa. Because there's no reason, really, for a player to not be in Mesa right now. Christian Hernandez, he's in Mesa. Where is he going to start the season? Is he going to start the season in Myrtle Beach? Is he going to start the season in Mesa? Is he going... It's going to depend upon how he does. If he is kicking butt so so much that he is representing that he belongs in Mesa, guess what? He'll be in Mesa. If he's doing much better than that and he's kicking butt so well that he belongs in Myrtle Beach, he'll be in Myrtle Beach. It's all going to depend. But it's not going to be reactionary or we have to do this because it would make us look good. And no, 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 no. Who's the guy who belongs there? Who's the guy who belongs there? Who's the guy who belongs there? There are going to be some tough decisions. There were some tough decisions last year. There will always be a few tough decisions. But for the most part, players over the next month and a half are pushing for where do I belong? Where do I belong? And until the lockout gets solved and the major league players start showing up, the coaches are already out there. The coaches are already out there. The coaches are looking at the players. The pitching coaches are looking at the pitching coaches. Uh, the pitching coaches are looking at the pitching coaches. The pitching coaches are looking at the hitters. The pitching coaches are looking at the pitchers. The hitting coaches are looking at the hitters. Everybody, the outfield coaches are getting used to the outfielders and how, you know, how's Pete Crow Armstrong looking defensively? At some point, we might start hearing these things. Um. One of the things I had been hoping was if the lockout did last for a certain specific period of time, the major league coaches would get looks at the minor league talent. And guess what? The major league coaches are getting looks at the minor league talent. And that should probably be a good thing because familiarity... Familiarity makes it a whole lot easier to put a player's name in the lineup card. Familiarity makes it a whole lot easier for the manager to, yeah, I'm going to bring in the left-hander. Let's go to that right-hander. Let's go to the side armor. If the manager is more familiar with the player, then it makes it a whole lot easier to bring him in and give him a look. And that's basically what, what the goal is. Bring him in to a situation where he might succeed. If he succeeds, promote him. If he gets to AAA and he succeeds there, promote him to the major leagues. 
and see how the heck he does in a major league game because until he's in a major league game, we don't know how he's going to do in a major league game. Since the 40-man roster players are not allowed to be in spring training, but spring training is going on, Brennan Davis is getting looks. Pete Armstrong getting looks. James Triantos getting looks. All of them that are not on the 40-man roster are getting looks. And they're making their case for where they belong. This is cool. This is cool. The players are getting to develop in front of coaches that probably might be able to give them a pointer. And hey, it's fun to have a minor league coach that is very effective, that is very efficient, that knows your swing. But if a manager who has a World Series ring tells you, hey, that was a really nice, nice swing there. It means something different. It means something different. Um, does this mean that all of the players that are having this one-on-one time or one-on-seven time, however, with the coaches, does this mean that all of them will have fantastic seasons? No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. But it is nice. It's nice that David Ross is being able to see the players, get to know the players, and hopefully gets to help to contribute to their 2022 success, whatever that level of success will be. Um, Right now, there's two things. There's two things. There's minor league baseball in the spring training portion, and there's college baseball. Unless you want to include lockout negotiations, which is hang around each other for three hours and move about an eighth of an inch, which is what it's been so far. Um, You can focus on the lockout. Have at it. Have the heck at it. Uh, I think I'm more interested in ballgames. I'm more interested in ball games, and there are going to be ball games tomorrow. And tomorrow night, there will be videos and pictures of players from spring training. And I'll dig that as well. Thanks for stopping by. Have a great day. And here's hoping that the coaches have some positive recommendations for some of the Cubs prospects.